Welcome to Pathway Church Online. We're honored you tuned in today. It's our purpose to help each person believe in Jesus, belong to a church family, become a fully devoted follower of Christ, and build God's kingdom. We believe today's message will help you do just that. It will change your life if you listen and apply it. For more information about Pathway Church, please visit www.pathwaychurchok.com. Now, let's go together and hear today's message. It's a lot easier doing what's easy. It's a lot easier to be that guy than it is to be the guy to say, you know what, I'm going to take one for Jesus. I'm going to step out in faith. I'm going to raise my voice. I'm going to speak truth. I'm going to come to a place where I'm not going to listen to what everybody else around me is saying. I'm not going to become like that. That's the hard one. Anything worth having is uphill. Remember when you're coasting, it's not worth it. We're going to talk on that one too. Write that one down. There is a side of me as a pastor, as a person that wants nothing more than the power of God demonstrated in my life. That the anointing is here. That whenever you walk in the room, just the atmosphere shifts. You know what I'm saying? Whenever you walk in the room, people are like, ooh, he lights up the room. There's something about him. But there's this side of me, and excuse me for saying this, loves to binge watch Hallmark and drink Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I shouldn't claim Hallmark, but I'm going to. It's, it's just true. She, she's turned me. And... <laughs> And it's an identity crisis. Let's, we'll, work, we'll work on this. We'll work on this. There's, there's this side of me that, <laughs> that is always trying to come out. But as Dad talked about last week, you have to have a passion and how to develop that passion. Whenever you're passionate about what God's called you to do, you can pull out the Peter in you. Whenever you walk in passion in different areas, you're able to pull things out of you that Simon can't pull out of you because it's passionless. Passion will cause you to do things that passionless won't allow you to do. So what do we need to do? We need to get excited about what God's called us to do. We've got to get excited about the call of God upon our lives. We've got to get excited that God's going to do something in our lives. Because we've got to pull out the Peter in us. There is this game. Remember the old game Simon says? <laughs> I looked up to get the exact instructions on how to play the game. And the exact instructions say, you say, Simon says, and then you follow it up with the command. Simon says, touch your toes. Simon says, touch your nose. Simon says, turn around. You guys remember the game? You're looking at me. You remember the game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you remember the game? Ronnie, remember the game? Dad, yeah, you remember the game? Okay, Ronnie, he's got a hat on. I can't see his eyes. <laughs> Simon had a lot of things to say as a kid, but I don't know if you guys realize this, but Simon grew up and Simon tells you to drink that. Simon says it's okay to, to, to talk like that. Simon says it's okay to watch that movie. Simon says it's okay to get in the gossip ring at, at work and talk like that and speak that way and say those things and act that way. Simon says it's okay to smoke that. Simon says it's okay for you to have an attitude like that. Simon says... But the Peter in you says, hold, hold, hold on here. That can't be right. 
Simon is trying to tell you to live your life one way. But the Peter that's on the inside of you, the Peter that Jesus looks at you and says, I see something beyond the surface, is trying to tell you something different. So how in the world do you pull out the Peter that's on the inside of you? Glad you asked. Let's pull out your notes. You're wondering, where are we gonna get, when are we going to get to these things? <laughs> Now's the time. There are tr three truths that I want you to understand to pull out my inner Peter. We're going to go fast on this. We're, we're, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna get going. All right, write this down. Number one. If I'm going to pull out my inner Peter, number one, in Christ, I am chosen, loved, and accepted. They are in your notes below. In Christ, I am chosen, loved, and accepted. In Christ, I am chosen, loved, and accepted. In Christ, look at the note right below. What this means is we have accepted his sacrifice as payment for our sin. The word in Christ is used 75 times in the Bible. So the first thing that you need to understand that you are in Christ. You are a new creation in Christ. The old you has passed away. The new you has come to fruition. In Christ, you are the thing that Jesus sees beyond the surface. In Christ, you are the Peter. In Christ, you are loved. In Christ, you are chosen. In Christ, you are accepted. So what does it mean to be chosen. Look at your notes. In Ephesians 1, chapter 4, it says, Even as He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him in love. God created the entire world because He wanted a family. According to this verse, when did God choose you? Before, that's right, the foundation of the world. You can look at it this way. In green, God wanted you to exist, so God created the environment in which you could thrive in. If God wanted you to be born in 1940, He would have made you born in 1940. If He wanted you born in 1980, He would have made you born in... In other words, you were created for this time. God knew a pandemic was going to happen. God knew what was going to take place. But God knew if He could see... That, that God could see the, the beyond the surface in you. He needed you to be born at this time for a particular reason, for a particular cause. But you've got to be the one to find out what that cause is. And that is to find out what the Peter is on the inside of you and pull it out. You were created. You were made for this time. What does it mean to be loved? Ephesians 3.19 in your notes. And to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that you may be filled with the fullness of God. Do you know that God is thinking about you all the time? He loves you and gives you more attention than what you give Him. Than what I give Him. We get busy playing Simon. We get busy doing our jobs. We get busy doing all these things. But God is sitting there saying, hey, I'm here. I still love you. I chose you. Before the foundation of the world, I chose you. You think I did it on accident? You think you're here on accident? Absolutely not. What does it mean to be accepted? 1 Corinthians 1. And because of Him, you are in Christ Jesus. 
One of the most liberating things in life is coming to a conclusion that you don't need the approval of someone else. Adrian walked out, so I can tell this story. <laughs> um, a few months ago, <laughs> a few months ago, uh, Adrian, my mom, and the kids were at Walmart. And Matthew and Abigail love watermelon. And Adrian has this thump test. You guys know about the thump test? You, oh, you do? Okay. So you pick up a watermelon and you thump it. I didn't know about this. She was telling me the story later and whatever. And she would thump it. And if it doesn't have the right kind of sound, then the inside of it isn't as ripe or doesn't taste as good or has more seeds. I'm not really sure what it all means. But she picked it up, she thumped it, and apparently it didn't have the right sound. And you know the, the displays at Walmart, they're like a pyramid. So she picked up the, the watermelon and she put it back up on top where she got it from. And as she was putting it back on top, uh, she got distracted and saw the watermelon over here. And before this one was fully put on top, she grabbed this one over here. And as she she grabbed this one over here. It was like in slow motion. This watermelon over here, it goes, ta-tunk, 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 ta-tunk. Boom! She said like a shotgun went off. That watermelon exploded. And she's telling me the story. I'm like, isn't that so embarrassing? I can't believe you did that. Like, that's got to be humiliating. And she, and, and she didn't even get phased by it. In her words, I had to write it down. She looked at me and said, Show me one person in there who I care about their opinion of me. I said, Mom was in there. And she said, yeah, but she walked away real fast and was laughing. But she didn't, but she didn't, she didn't, her opinion of me didn't change. Matthew and Abigail, they were laughing at you. Yeah, of course, they laugh at everything. Like, but their opinion of me didn't change. And what she was saying is my approval of my self-worth is not found in what other people think. If you're going to pull out the inner Peter on the inside of you, the identity change has to take place. To pull that out, you've got to know in Christ you are chosen, you are loved, you're accepted. Number two, in Christ, write down, my value and worth are priceless. In Christ, my value and worth are are priceless. Isaiah 43 says, because you are precious in my eyes. The word precious here in Latin actually means to be valued and cherished. And so what does valued mean? Valued means to be important. Write that down. Value means to be important. Whenever you have something of greater value, you give a greater priority to it. Remember whenever you bought a new car, Randy, and you take priority, you take care of it, you wash it more, you clean it more, you vacuum it out more. But whenever you have that car for four, five, six, seven, eight years, because it has lost its value in your mind, you no longer prioritize it as you did when you first got it. Or remember whenever you bought shoes when you were younger? I don't really know if it's so much as older. Like I don't really care anymore. But when I was younger, you get new shoes and you would ask your mom to write you a note saying you had to skip PE today because you didn't want to mess up your shoes. You wanted everyone to see your shoe. Did, I was the only one that did that. Anybody? Oh, okay. All right. My dad taught me. Okay. And so... Um, the, the shoes that you would wear, maybe you got some new white ones and the kids were playing on recess, but you knew the ground was dirty and you didn't want to get your white shoes dirty. And so you didn't want to go out there and play. But the more you wore them, the more they got worn in. After a couple of months, they just looked like all your other ratty shoes. The value of their importance wore off because you got used to them and they got worn out. 
that's what, what it means to be valued. Whenever you value something, it has a priority. It's important to you. Okay? The, the second thing was uh, worth. Worth is equivalent to, write this down, a specific item. Worth means equivalent to a specific item. Your worth is found in the life of Jesus Christ. When you are pulling out the Peter that's on the inside of you, you have to understand your worth is because Jesus paid a price for you. Your worth is not you alone. Your worth is the price that Jesus paid. So whenever you look at yourself, you don't look at the mirror and say, there's Christy. You say, no, there's Christy the anointed one because Jesus paid a price for me. My worth is in what Jesus said I was. Because I'm valued. I'm important to Him. I am worthy because I am what? What did we say worth was? Equivalent to a specific item. Worth is you were purchased with the price by the life of Jesus Christ. Three areas, three truths to pull out your inner Peter. Number one, in Christ, I am chosen, loved, and accepted. Number two, in Christ, my value and worth are priceless. Number three, the, most, the one that we're going to hit on today and we're going to nail home tomorrow or next Sunday. In Christ, I have, a, I have something to offer the world. Write that down. In Christ, I have something to offer the world. You are here on purpose. God didn't create anything without a purpose. If, if you're here, it's because God made you to make a contribution to the world. Nobody in the history of the world will carry your DNA. That is how specific God made you to fulfill your purpose. Get this deep revelation. God made you to be you. God made you to be you. I cannot make the same contribution that you can make. But here's the thing. We all have different contributions and the only one that matters in your life is the contribution that God has called you to make. And here's why that matters. Listen closely. The contribution you will make will be the seed into someone else's life. You may never reap the harvest of that particular seed, but someone else will. Okay, let me de-churchify that a little bit. Say it a different way. Each of our unique contributions are there to maximize each other. Let me say it one more way in your notes. In the green ink. If you don't contribute your part, someone else will be affected. If you don't contribute your part, someone else will be affected. Derek has a contribution. Only Derek can make that contribution. I can't make that contribution for you. If I could, I would, but I can't. There's a Simon in Derek, but more importantly, there's a Peter in you. And you've got to pull out that Peter. 
and every one of us, there's a Simon. But in every one of us, there's a Peter. There's a Peter that wanna make a difference for the kingdom. There's a Peter that is called to significance, called to value, called to worth, called to importance, called to make big things happen. Cindy, are you retired yet? Or do you, st do you still do your daycare? Okay. Cindy has a daycare. Uh, very good with kids. I've seen her with my kids walking around a little bit. Very good with kids. I'm not good with kids. I don't, I don't like them. They're annoying. They're loud. Adrienne sends me videos of her at school. And I just delete them. I don't even watch them because like, it annoys me. I'm like, man, these kids are like, just take a board to all of them. They just, <laughs> you know? But Cindy enjoys kids. I'll edit that out later. <laughs> Cindy, tell us how I really feel. <laughs> Cindy is good at cutting hair. Cindy has a contribution to make. I mean, not cutting hair. <laughs> I saw Lindsay. In. <laughs> Cindy has a contribution to make, and that's raising kids, that they have a godly person in their life. But the Simon in Cindy is just a daycare worker. The Peter in Cindy has a purpose for every kid that comes into her house. The Peter in Cindy has a purpose that every kid that comes into her house, she gets to pray for. She gets to speak into their life. She gets to be a positive role model that they will never see in school. I want you to ask yourself, what's the Simon in me? It may be, and I talk about Lindsay because I just said hairstyle. Your Simon in you is a hairstylist. The Simon in you is a business owner. The, the Simon in you is retired. Congratulations, by the way. That's awesome. You've, you've arrived. The, the Simon in you is to be the best drummer for thunder. The Simon in you is to be the best banker you've ever seen. But the Peter in you has purpose. It's to turn the Simon's occupation into a spiritual purpose to change the lives of everyone you're around. You're not just a banker. You're a banker with purpose. That means every person you come in contact with is influenced by the God on the inside of you. Every child that you lay your hands on is now influenced by the God on the inside of you. But only you can pull out the Peter. You can stay in the world of Simon and be a fisherman. Simon had to choose to follow Jesus. You've got to make the choice. Am I going to follow Jesus or am I going to stay where Simon was at in the boat? Ephesians 2 says, we are his workmanship. Another translation says, masterpiece. We are the masterpiece that God has in this place for this season, for this time. And the aspect I love about the story is that Jesus never called Peter. Jesus called Simon and turned him into Peter. <laughs> You can't look at the public success of some and say, they're just called. No, they got out of the boat. Every single person in this room is called. The difference is, are you going to get out of the boat? 
Are you going to make your contribution to the world? You know what that word in Latin means? Ministry. <laughs> oh, I just now churchified it. You have a ministry. Are you going to fulfill the ministry that God has for you? Or are you just going to sit here and be the Simon? Because remember, Simon says it's okay to do these things. But the Peter on the inside of you says, let's rock and roll. Let's build the church. Let's pray for people. Let's lay our hands upon people. Let's take one for Jesus. Let's be bold in our faith. Let's share who Jesus is. Let's get vocal about what God's doing in our lives. My final thought. Jesus can see below the surface. You may only see the Simon in you, but Peter wants to show himself. For God to do what I believe He wants to do at this church, it's time for each of us to have an identity change. Are you going to let the real Peter stand up? You guys know what I'm saying. Okay. Or are you going to tell Simon, Simon says, or is it Peter says? I was hoping my mom was going to be here because I was going to have to come up and play a nice little piano and we were going to have this nice invitational moment, but she didn't show up. So um, we're going to do it this way. We don't have music, so we're just going to do it the old-fashioned way. Um, if you wouldn't mind, let's close our eyes, bow our heads, and I want you to examine some things in your life and just pretend the music going on behind you. See? No, I'm not going to. You can shut it down. I want you to examine your life. Where things are at right now. Is Simon showing his head or is Peter showing his head? Simon has a tendency to want to talk louder than Peter. But you have to have an identity change. And you've got to look at yourself and be honest and examine yourself and say, am I going to let the Peter in me come out? Am I going to pull out the Peter that's on the inside of me? The Peter that became the rock of the church, the Peter that preached, the Peter that prayed for people, the Peter that laid hands upon the sick and they recovered, the Peter that cast out demons, the Peter that was martyred. Am I going to give Simon the opportunity to take away my purpose and my contribution? So ask yourself now, and it's between you and God, I'm not going to ask you to raise your hand. I'm not going to ask you to stand up or anything like that. You make the decision. Father, I pray by the authority of your son, Jesus, that in each and every one of our lives, 
we understand that we are called to minister. We are called to share the hope and the love of Jesus Christ everywhere we go. That our assignment is not just our daily duty, but it's the calling in which we operate. It's not just living in the Simon world of the fishermen, but it's living in the Peter world, the rock of the church. That the assignment that you have put upon our lives, God, I pray that you begin to reveal them to us, show them to us, allow us to walk in them. Because with it, we can contribute our part so others will be affected by it. So God, I pray that this week, as we wake up day after day, as we go throughout our day, as we close our day, that we remind ourselves that our identity is found in you. You paid a price, so now we are, worth, we are uh, uh, priceless. That our worth is because you gave your life for us. We are valued. We are important because we have a contribution to make to the people around us. So God, I pray that the Peter comes out of us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Three weeks ago, when we started this series, in your notes, the challenge for the week was, from this day forward, I will see myself the way Jesus sees me. Last week, when Dad taught, from this day forward, I will live in love with passion. That was a challenge for this last week. So guess what your challenge for today is? <laughs> from this day forward, I will pull out my inner Peter. Can we do it? Yes. Can we do it? Yes. I am absolutely excited, thrilled, beyond understanding that you all are here. I love you. I appreciate you. But I need to tell you something. You ready for this one? I love you too much to let you stay where you're at. I'm going to push you harder. I'm going to push you further. Dad's going to push you harder. Dad's going to push you further. Because just like when Jesus saw Simon, Jesus saw what was beyond the surface. As pastors, we're looking at you at what's beyond the surface. And we're going to keep pushing you. We're going to keep raising the standard of saying, we've got to go higher. We've got to go to new places. We've got to pull out the inner Peter in you. Every Sunday, we don't get up here just because we enjoy hearing ourselves. You don't realize how difficult this is for me to do this up here. I get up here because I see each of you and know there's more to you. And I want to see you flourish. I want to see you minister. I want you to call me on Tuesday and say, hey, I just for the first time opened my mouth to this guy and the guy said he's going to come to church. Or, hey, I just prayed for this person and I didn't say any of the right words, but it doesn't matter because I stepped out in faith. I'm starting to pull out the Peter on the inside of me because I promise you the first 5, 10, 15 times you step out, you're going to fall out of the boat and sink. But you got to see the way Peter saw and that as he began to have the identity crisis change that he no 
no longer saw himself the way he was whenever he was just a fisherman. He saw himself anointed that he continued to persevere no matter what came his way. So I'm calling you all, all of us, first time here, a hundredth time here, doesn't matter. It's time to pull out the inner Peter on the inside of you and walk in the ministry in the destiny that God's called us to walk in. Amen. Thank you for tuning in today. For more content like this, visit our website, www.pathwaychurchok.com to see the variety of ways you can download this content and so much more. It's our pleasure that you would tune in, and we believe that if you take the content you just heard, write down the parts that spoke to you, and work on a plan to apply it, you will not be the same person a year from now. We hope today you can take this content, apply it, share it, let it change you, and you can become all God has called you to become. Thank you again for tuning in. We'll be together again soon. Until then, keep growing.